It's expensive to grow older in this day and age, even more now than ever. Today, we offer some tips to navigate your way to retiring right, despite all that's going on. And now, Retire Right Radio with Paul Roberts. Yes, welcome, and it's great to have you along once again, joining in the conversation. We, it's love. we love when you join in the conversation. Paul Roberts gets you thinking. He's a teacher at heart. He is the president and chief investment advisor of Roberts Wealth Management, and this is Retire Right Radio. I'm consumer advocate Dave Perkins, and Roberts Wealth Management, a growing firm, a growing fiduciary firm in the Gulf Coast. Offices now in Mobile and, of course, Biloxi. The original office and coming soon to Pensacola and Daphne. Paul, man, you're growing. You got growing Ooh. pains here. <laughs> yeah, well, that, but you know, that's, those are those are good problems and pains to have. Right? Yeah, they Dave, really you know, are. They never, really are. Never complain about having too much demand for what you do because that's <laughs> no, absolutely, <laughs> there's, absolutely. There's plenty other 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 reasons to complain, and that's not one. But uh, we're no, it's it's doing great. Our you know, our we can't open the doors of our Daphne office quick enough. Um, you know, just our we believe in always creating that first class experience. So you know, we have a lot of remodeling and construction going on in these new offices and trying to get it done. And uh, we just can't open the doors quick enough. And Daphne and Pensacola, we've got just uh, uh, people calling every day and every week. You know, hey guys, I I hear y'all are the team to be with. Y'all are y'all are the, the real deal, and y'all are the ones who 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 help create the the confidence and security i need in life i need to get with you and well hey well give us give us give us a week <laughs> yeah well, that's it <laughs> those doors it. will be open and we'll we'll get you in well and that makes it easier for them too for those listening if they're uh, you're, you're really opening a claw an office that's whatever's closest to you you're going to get that great team you don't just get one person you get the whole team behind that's your right. retirement and no matter what location you're working with those locations like they've said they're <clears throat> they're simply for convenience for the client but uh, they're, it's, they're not, you know, smaller operations or anything of that sort. They're all the team. The team runs every operation, mm-hmm. every every new client, every every client experience, all the planning, everything of that sort. And so, yeah, no matter what location you go into, you're getting the entire all-star team of Roberts Wealth Management, who I got to – I can't brag about enough. They're just incredible. Well, they're they are. Incredible they professionals are. I have the privilege of working with. And they're a good team to have at your side now more than ever with the economic climate we're in now. Speaking of pains, these are not good pains. High inflation, feelings of recession, whether we're in one or not, there's debate on that. Um, and <laughs> interest rates rising. Uh, out of those three, which what do you hear? And I don't think you're in my, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, I think your current existing clients aren't expressing concerns as much, but people who walk because they're properly planned, but people who walk through the door the first time, what is concerning them and scaring them inflation or recession or interest rate hikes? <laughs> you know, it, it, it's a, it's a toss up between inflation and recession uh, mm-hmm. everything that we're hearing, you know, every, every new client coming in, uh, uh, you know, luckily we have designed and built our, our, our uh, business and our business model and our planning for difficult times and how to bring come through difficult times unscathed. And so one of the blessings that we have is, you know, a lot of financial professionals out there in the business right now, they're, they're not enjoying their job very much. You know, they're, they're getting fussed at every day on the phone and people are unhappy and they're, they're dealing with nonstop unhappy people. And we've got 2000 clients along the Gulf coast and we don't have a single ha- unhappy person calling any day. You know? yeah, that's good. So when you do real holistic, effective planning and you plan for the worst and hope for the best, then people are in a good place. And, and then we get to really enjoy our, our job and what we do. And we don't, we don't get the negative side of it. Like a lot of the, the brokerage firms are getting right now. You yeah. Know, people, people calling them up over they're, they're hot. They're, they're upset. You know, you're losing my retirement money. We, we don't have that problem and that's that's a that's a great place to be where when you can help people and enjoy you know my grandfather always said if you if you love what you do you'll never work a day in life yeah. in your life and and that's what we do we don't consider it work we enjoy it we love doing it and we don't get the negative part side of it so i like that i mean it, proper it's, it's planning great thing. creates that definitely um globally inflation of course even though some are saying hey it's coming down and in some areas it may be but it, it's weighing heavily on other economies as well and the projected uh, let's look at interest rate hikes here. The projected 2.5% interest rate being dismissed to our own detriment as a nation. Larry Summers, former
where U.S. Treasury Secretary says that the Fed talk on rate, he calls it wishful thinking. There is no conceivable way that a 2.5% interest rate in an economy inflating like this is anywhere near neutral. And if you think it is neutral, you are misjudging the posture of policy in a fundamental way. You know, look back at about three weeks ago, and we got a better-than-expected jobs report, but then the uh, Wall Street got a little nervous, so they got pretty nervous because then they're thinking, will the Fed have to get more aggressive? Well, were they not aggressive enough, or were they too aggressive, or do you think they're going to get more aggressive? That's the, you know that's the whole ball game here. Uh, first of all, I, I completely agree with with Larry Summers. You mm-hmm. know, this is all wishful thinking. You know, it's it's like when we start off the segment, we're we're playing word games today. We're we're changing the word recession into transition to to appeal to people and, and make them a little more, uh, you know, a little more uh, passive about what's going on. Uh, but the question out there on everybody in the financial world's mind is, when will the Fed pivot? And when will they pivot? You know, mm-hmm. meaning, when will they they stop raising rates? Realize, hey, this is causing economic hardship. We're going to stop raising rates, and and we're going to go back to money printing, and, and we're going to start injecting more currency into the economy. And uh, but uh, people got to understand, the Fed's in and in backed into a corner, um, not by anybody's doing, but their own. Right? They've created this situation. Unfortunately, they create these situations where we're soaring high inflation and all the working men are paying for it. And unfortunately, they create these situations, but they're not the ones who pay for it. So, you know, you got to remember, you got to live in their world. It doesn't really matter to them. It doesn't affect them and they don't pay for it. It's all of us, all of us working people of, of the United States who will who will pay for all of their their bad decisions and bad choices. But if, if you ask me um, when I'm telling people, you know, when will the Fed pivot? Well, we're looking, you know, the S&P 500, I think, saw somewhere around a 14, maybe 15 percent downside through all of this little correction here. Um, and, you know, for the last few weeks, the market's been pumping back up and everybody's going, oh, we hit bottom. It's OK. Things are coming back. Ladies and gentlemen, they're, they're, nothing's coming back. This is simply a, a bear market rally. You're going to have a lot of little rallies like this in the bear market. As everybody see, that little rally petered right out, right? Markets are turning back down, going back into the red. And I, I hope to our listeners that they had listened in the last month when I told them we we're going to have this little bear market rally. And that is your opportunity to get out. That is your opportunity to go significantly reduce your risk and reposition your portfolio. Hopefully, a lot of people took advantage of that and are, you know, reposition themselves right now while they had a little relief rally because hey the downturn's coming back all right we're, we're going to see a lot more red where it's going to continue and uh you know unfortunately one of my biggest concerns and why we try to uh you know educate and empower people through the radio and television and all of our events and everything else is because you can't leave listen to the media and public opinion they're they're telling you right now oh, okay market's come back you're okay everything's fine no it's not. It was a little rally. It was an opportunity to get out. If you miss that opportunity, well, it's going to cost you. You know, it's it's not coming back at this point. The Fed has already told us that they have to decrease demand. So for people, our listeners, to understand inflation, right, when you want to drive price down, price is derived by supply and demand. So you have two options. If you want to drive price down and drive inflation down, number one, you can either oversupply the market too many goods, you know, if you have too many bananas out there to buy, then the price of bananas will go down, right? Mm-hmm. However, the Fed's in a corner now because we have uh, manufacturing issues globally, supply chain issues globally. All the manufacturers can't keep up with the current demand they have. They can't produce goods good and fast enough. So there's no way to oversupply the market to drive down price. So then if you can't oversupply the market, what's your other option? To drop demand. How do they, and the Fed's already told us, they've been telling us since June, our intentions are to decrease demand. For our listeners, a little bit of translation into that means we are going to continue to raise rates until your 401k is cut in half and the value of your home is cut in half. And then you will tighten up and you will stop spending. And that's decreasing demand. When they say we're decreasing demand, it means we're going to cause enough financial pain on everyone that they quit spending and then price will go down and we will have curved inflation. Of course, the working man will have paid for it. Half of his 401k will be gone. Half the equity in his home will be gone. 
Okay, That is what it looks like for us for the next year or two. I don't see the Fed pivoting until we see the S&P 500 down somewhere in the range of 40 to 50%. Mm. When the market's down 40 to 50% and 401ks are cut in half, that's when they'll pivot. That's when they'll back off of rates and they'll they'll start printing more money and, and flooding the markets with more money. So all the all the guys in the cool elite boy club can go make a bunch of money off the money. Seems like an endless cycle. <laughs> you know? It is. It's a vicious cycle and the and the working class American is caught in it. They're the victim of both sides. When they print money, the working man has no benefit there because all that money that they print and inject into the economy all goes to the to the elite and the elite corporations. And then when they create too much inflation, the working man hurts. And then their only way to stop inflation is to crash the 401k of the working man. So, you know, no matter which way it goes, they're never punished. And the working man gets the wrong side of the stick every single way along. And, you know, that I'm sure there's some people listening at home that, that, that upsets them or gets them a little fire in their belly. And I'm sorry. I don't want to be the one to upset you. I just want to explain the, the truth. I want people to understand how the financial world really works. And if that puts a fire in your belly, good. Here's your opportunity to do something about it. We've been helping families all along the Gulf Coast fight back. We're in a war, ladies and gentlemen, a financial war. It is the working man against the elite, and you better be strategic, and you better know how to pull it off. They do not have your best interests at mind, and you need a team of amazing all-star all-star individuals who do have your best interests at mind, who want to see you succeed, who want to see you come through this. We don't want the pain to be on the working class American. We're here to help. We help people every day. We can show you how to protect yourself, your family, how to build a true financial plan. And I know most people listening have a financial advisor or maybe a portfolio, but they don't have a true financial plan and they don't know how to strategically come through these times. Here's your opportunity. The next 15 callers who call the show right now, we block out time in our schedule to make sure that we can meet anyone who calls in from the radio. Pick up the phone right now. Give us a call. We'll give you a full-blown, comprehensive review of your current financial situation, show you any red flags, where, you, where you're wasting money in taxes, where you're wasting money in fees, what type of risk you associate, what you're doing, what type of a performance you should have, and we'll help you. If you want to work with us, we'll build you out income plans, tax plans, the proper portfolio, and everything to position you for the hard times so that you come out of this smelling like a rose. Remember, in markets, there are two people. There are winners and there are losers. The winners don't want to help you because they cannot be a winner without having a loser. They are setting you up on the losing side. Don't participate. Call us today. Join the winning side. Let us show you how to beat them at their own game. In 15 opportunities to schedule this initial and comprehensive review with the team at eight at no cost, no obligation at 800-891-8680. Call 800-891-8680. Again, it's 800-891-8680. Well, straight ahead, Paul has results of a new survey that asks about 3,000 retirees what their favorite investments are in saving for retirement. It's coming up on Retire Right Radio. Retire Right Radio, back at it. Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins with Paul Roberts. Roberts Wealth Management, a firm that is a fiduciary firm that has already made a lot of people, I would say, content. You know, happy in their retirement with proper planning of the Gulf Coast. Offices in Biloxi, Mobile. Offices coming soon in Pensacola and Daphne. And a team that gets behind your retirement. We're going to look at BlackRock here, the Investment Management Corporation. And they asked nearly 3,000 retirees and savers to describe their, their really their go-to vehicles for saving and growth. Uh, Paul, if you, you know, the, the numbers vary here. I was thinking it may even be better to start with what came in with a really high number. And, and, and we're not saying when we say the percentages here that they're saying this is our only. And it sh- you shouldn't only have one. But a lot of people say mutual funds. Is that by default? Uh, it's by, well, no, it's it's just because it's the number one retail product out there, right? Uh-huh. That's, that's what, uh, well, that was Wall Street's go-to retail product. That's where they, they made all the money. Um, so they've, of course you know, marketed mutual funds in such a way that they've done such a good job, that job marketing them that people, uh, Americans today just kind of think instantly mutual fund. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, mutual funds, what you do, mutual funds, the way to go, you know? And, uh, 
honestly, I, I think that's to their own detriment. Um, we don't use mutual funds in our company. We haven't used them in a long time. Um, they all underperform their benchmarks and they're riddled with fees. The average mutual fund out there costs about 2.4% annually. And, uh, you know, every single day we have clients coming through our office and we ask them about what their fees and commissions are. Well, my broker says I'm only paying 1%. Well, you're paying a 1% management fee, but within that management, uh, but within that portfolio, they injected a bunch of mutual funds that are riddled in another one and a half percent in fees that goes back to them. It's a, they're telling you the truth when your management fee is only 1%. However, there's a lot of underlying expenses that you're unaware of in those mutual funds. And, and you know, we do these analysis for people and bring to the surface what it truly costs for them to, to have on their mutual fund portfolio. And it's generally somewhere in the area of greater than 2% per fund plus the management fee. That's why, you know, people walk in our office every day. Oh, I've got a good deal. I'm only paying 1% management fee. And, of course, they walk into the wrong office when they say that because they got a bunch of straight shooters sitting there who are going to be dead honest. And we say, hey, buddy, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you, but no, you don't. The, nobody in our industry works for 1%. I'm not going to work for 1%. And I promise you, your other company's not working for 1%. And so, that, right. unfortunately, these, right. these these mutual funds create a way for these companies to be able to bury and hide all these fees for people so that they think they're getting a good deal in their portfolio when, when it's truly uh, astronomical fees that they're paying. So we, we, well, we stay away from them. We haven't yeah. used mutual funds in over a decade and don't plan to. Well, now, okay. Well, since we're on mutual funds, let's go to something that from this BlackRock survey had a pretty low percentage um, 16% uh, th of those surveyed said ETFs topped their list. That's low for ETFs, and I always hear about the advantages of ETFs. Yeah. Now, it, what this survey to me when I went through it and saw is exactly what I was just referring to, Dave, when I said, you know, the, the, the brokerage companies did a great job of marketing mutual funds and, and making them the standard and getting people to just think that way and go to them because it is crazy today that there is so many more people in mutual funds than ETFs. We quit using mutual funds over a decade ago. We don't utilize them. We use ETFs and personal stocks and stock funds and bond funds, but we don't use mutual funds. An ETF, we're talking about internal costs, those fees and expenses inside of them that mm -hmm. I was talking about the mutual funds. More, we The ETFs we deal with, they're in the range of 0 0.05 to 0 0.25. So, if we put a client in a, just say, oh, just keeping it simple here for the radio, right? But if we said a, an S&P 500 index ETF, well, look at, if you tried to go into a mutual fund to get the performance of S&P 500, first of all, every year, 88% of mutual funds underperform the, the index, the benchmark, right? So they don't even get the return that the S&P 500 uh -huh. gives you. However, you go into an ETF index of S&P 500, you're going to get the mirrored return. So whatever the S&P returns, you're going to actually get that return. And you're not paying these, you don't have these hidden one and a half percent fees inside of the mutual fund. You you actually you know have very, very low cost. So if we put clients in an ETF that costs, you know, say 0.20 versus a mutual fund they were in, that internal costs were 1.4. That means we have already secured you a 1.2% return for the year. You're Because you're going to make 1.2% okay. more in this account. Because like we always say, when it gets to retirement, it's not what you earn, it's what you keep that matters the most. So if we reduced your fees by 1.2%, you're 1.2% ahead every single year. And the ETFs are going to outperform the mutual funds. Like I said, mutual funds are a dinosaur in our industry. They are simply only still here because they were the number one hot seller all the way through the 80s and 90s for all the brokerage companies, and they marketed the heck out of them. And, and you know, people have conditioned to think, oh, well, you buy a mutual fund. Personally, I, I would never buy a mutual fund. I would buy an ETF. So mm -hmm. it just, when you look at these numbers and you see how many people are in mutual funds and how few are in ETFs, it gives you a good idea of what I'm talking about. That's how good they have been doing, they have done with this marketing right. of the mutual fund I product. Think right. That will grow in future surveys, definitely. We're going through some good vehicles to, uh, and, and Paul is really breaking it down for us, as the team will do for you in looking at your overall strategies. Uh, the team at Roberts Wealth Management, 800 891 8680, to schedule with them. 800-891-8680. Well, actually, another high scorer in this survey at 47% saying uh, using individual securities. Yeah, I mean, um, 
that's that's what we say. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna be if you're gonna have money in markets exposed to risk, you you should be in ETFs and individual securities. Meaning, we we just buy individual stocks, individual bonds, uh, individual options, things of that nature. Um, they you you may get a little less diversification, and and is what people you know the the wall street firms tell people well you get less diversification using those than you would in mutual funds but i I simply disagree because we're actually actively strategically managing those positions so we don't we don't need as much diversification we're getting in the good ones at the good time getting out of them getting out of the out of the bad ones at the bad times right Mm -hmm. the whole point of of this diversification of mutual funds was just a sales pitch by by wall street over the last 30 years Hey, well, look, you're more diversified. What does that mean? Well, we spread your money across all asset classes. So sometimes this one, you know, these these stocks or these different sectors of stocks are up and these different sectors are down and it balances out. For me, I call that lazy money management. I don't want to own a loser, a loser and a winner. That call, That's what you call neutral. I don't want to be neutral. I'm trying to make money. Yeah. I want to dump the losers and I want to put more money in the winners. I right. want somebody actively strategically <laughs> moving my money. I don't want to hold on to a loser and a winner and say, well, cool. We spread our risk. Tell now, yeah, no, Tell no come on. That's, those are the ideas of the old world. They don't work anymore today. That's why Robert's Wealth Management has taken over the industry in our area because we're innovating. We're working in a new world. We're strategically managing our clients' assets. I like your passion. I like the passion. You know, here, here's one, too. This is pretty high. 46% of respondents say that uh, cash is the best. Uh, but is it? Okay. <laughs> properly yeah, allocated, right. maybe. Yeah, properly allocated. And, and, and right now, we, we do, you know, we, we, we have adopted the philosophy this year of cash is king. You know, um, cash is, and one thing that people can't get past is they feel like and they think that their, their assets should be growing all the time. Right. Well, I want to be in something that's growing. There's nothing that's growing all the time. You have good times in the market. You have bull markets and you're going to have bear markets. What the what the secret, the true secret to making money is, is to pick and choose when you're going to be in there. Right. When are you going to participate? And times like this, we say cash is king because we're holding large cash positions for our clients. However, we're not holding it simply in cash because mm-hmm. we know that inflation is eating up cash. We're putting it in positions where we can earn, you know, two, three, four percent. We're not we're not getting a great earnings, but we're not after great earnings right now. The opportunities are not there for great earnings. Right. We're simply trying to get a little bit of earnings while we sit on the side and we wait for our opportunities. We are the tiger in the bushes right now. We're just sitting back and we're waiting. For You're under the overpass during a heavy downpour, waiting <laughs> for it, it to slow down. That's it. We're just waiting for things to clear up. And when they clear up, we'll have plenty of cash sitting along because we won't have participated in the downside of the market. If you stay in the market and you hang in there through all these bad times, like your broker's going to tell you and you listen to all that financial double talk oh don't worry hang in there we're in it for the long run look they only tell you this because there have to be winners and losers in a market as i said previously let me the question for you is if you're working with a large financial uh, a large big box brokerage firm around america and they're telling you hang in there we're in it for the long term let me ask you do you believe with their own assets that they're hanging in there for the long run right or do you think they're the ones who are selling right now creating the sell-off and the downturn, then they're telling you to hang in there because for there to be a winner, there has to be a loser. And they don't want to be the loser, so they're going to give you that advice. Hey, you just hang in there. Don't worry. We're in it for the long run. They wait for the market to dump 50%. Now it's down 50%. How have you benefited? I'm Nothing. still hanging. I'm still hanging. I'm still hanging. <laughs> and now the market's cheap, and you can't buy it when it's cheap. Guess uh. what? The same company who advised you to do that did. Mm. They're the ones who sold at the top and created the sell-off, and mm. now it's at the bottom, and they're buying it up. So they're, they're you know, you gotta, you gotta know a little you bit deeper get a into these companies team. what really happens and how they work. Yes, exactly. It, get a fiduciary it. team. Get some people who are not corporate America, who are out there for the best interests of their clients. We would never tell our clients, "Oh, hang in there for the long run." Why? So I can buy it cheaply. You've got to be a loser. I want to be the winner. I want you to be the loser. No, that's terrible. Okay. So just think about these things, ladies and gentlemen, when we talk about it on the show. I will say that uh, 21% is annuities, but let's save that for the next segment because you're going to really break down annuities. Let's, uh, let's open the phones for another opportunity to get with your team. Great. Look, the next 15 callers, as we always tell you, we block time out of our calendar. We got a high demand for what we do. Our advisors, 
They are not lazy. They're not at the golf course. They are working eight and 10 hour days all day, every day, seeing new clients, changing new lives, helping people secure their future. There's a high demand for what we do, but every time we do a show, we block out 15 slots in our schedule for the upcoming two weeks to make sure that you can get in. If you're sitting at home or you're wherever you are and you're listening to what we're talking about today and it's resonating with you, this is your opportunity. Okay, August, this little bear market rally was an opportunity to recover some losses and get out while you can or strategically reposition. If you're talking to your advisor or your broker and they're telling you it's okay, just stay where the course and you're in the right place, I would definitely get a second opinion right now. Because this is not the time to stay the course. This is time to be very strategic and reposition and rethink the way that you're attacking your portfolio and your growth going forward. Sometimes winning is simply not losing. And that's what it is today. So pick up the phone, give us a call, 15 slots open, full-blown comprehensive review of your current situation. No cost, no obligation. We're going to simply sit down and have a nice warm conversation, see if we're a good fit to work together. If we are, we'll help you. We'll change your life forever. If we're not, that's okay. You feel that your path is good. You'll still walk out of this meeting more educated, more empowered about your financial situation you ever have been. So come sit down with one of our all-star advisors. Let them empower you. 15 opportunities to schedule, no cost, no obligation. This comprehensive uh, consultation and, and review, 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680 for Roberts Wealth Management, 800-891-8680. Well, Paul's going to break down the biggest myths about annuities coming up. It's the stuff you need to know before you decide if an annuity is right for you. With Retire Right Radio Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins, Paul Roberts is President, Chief Investment Advisor of Roberts Wealth Management, right here on the Gulf Coast, helping so many with retirement planning. That's their focus, and they are a fiduciary firm. Being a fiduciary meaning that they are legally bound to act in your best interest. If they recommend strategies, that means they feel it is in your your best interest your best interest we're going to break down annuities paul's going to do that for us and actually dispel many myths and and we'll talk about some misunderstandings with annuities but first paul before you put on your teacher hat with annuities give us the overall your take on annuities and kind of uh, set up this segment well um you know annuities are they're 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 just like insurance right your car insurance your health insurance your 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 homeowner's insurance no, nobody likes insurance. No, you know, nobody wants to pay for insurance until they need it. Right. When the house burns down, you're darn sure glad that you They're paid glad. that homeowner's <laughs> insurance policy, yeah. right? You don't mind the insurance company when it comes time for them to pay it. Mm-hmm. One of the things that about annuities that cracks me up is people in in modern society, they have learned to accept insurance. They insure everything in their life. You know, they're worried they buy a car. That's an investment and an asset. So they want to insure it against risk. They do. They buy a home. They insure it against risk. Their health. They insure it against risk. They insure everything against risk. But when it comes to people's retirement today, they're like, oh, hold on. I don't know if I want to insure that. I'm going, wait, I don't understand. This is you insure your car. It can be replaced. Your retirement cannot be replaced. If there was anything that was more important to insure, I would I would say my my retirement is where I want some insurance, right? I want to insure against risk with my retirement, make sure my money lasts, make sure I make it through. And, I, you know, people have to change their perspective. And that's why I'm trying to help them here with these annuities. Uh, look at it as insuring your retirement. It's also mm-hmm. because the word annuity has a negative connotation. Yeah, why is that? Well, first of all, you know, there were a lot of, I got to just be honest, really junky products, you know, 20, 30 years ago that were, were, they were not very good. And a lot of people didn't end up in good situations with them. So that kind of helped get a bad connotation with them. And then all the brokerage companies, they, they all band together, you know, and started marketing against them. You, you ask any, any broker from any, any, uh, big box broker out there, uh, they, you'll, every one will tell you, oh, annuities? No, they're bad. No, we don't like annuities. And then my thing is, well, question, let's let's challenge that broker. Actually, get that broker to come on the radio with me and let's have a debate. I'd of, love of that. The, the pros and cons <laughs> of them. And let's see how quickly uh, he changes his mind or he, or he quiets down. Why do they say that? Because they're drinking the Kool-Aid of the company. 
because their brokerage company has told them to say that no annuities are bad. We don't want people in annuities. Well, why would they say that? Let's, and, and this is no individual brokerage firm. It's all of them. But let's just say uh, Merrill Lynch, right? They're owned by Bank of America. Mm-hmm. What is the whole purpose of Bank of America and Merrill Lynch? It's to bring in assets, right? They want to bring your money into them and mm-hmm. put it in their assets and be paid for it. Never, ever are you going to hear a large corporate brokerage house say, well, you know, we're interested in bringing all your assets in so we can make fees off of them, but we'd rather you send some of it over to this insurance company and let them make money off of it because we, don't, we definitely don't want to make money off of that. We, we would hate to secure your retirement and, give, and make money off you. We don't want to make money, so we want you to go to the to the insurance company. That doesn't so th- sound bias, right. <laughs> right. There's a huge bias in their advice, and, and, and that's why they've created this negative connotation with them and given them, given them a bad word. Uh, we've been using annuities in our office since 2009. You know, prior to prior to that, we didn't really need annuities because mm-hmm. we had great bonds and we were in a great bond environment. We could go get seven, eight, nine percent yield out of secure bonds. And hey, that was a different world. That was a time that's passed. Interest rates hit an all time low in 2009. And it was not in our best in- client's best interest to put them in bonds anymore. So we stopped and we had to find a viable replacement. We said, well, interest rates are so low right now. As they rise, all these bonds are going to lose money. We can't put our clients there. What do we do? So then we found a fixed index annuity. We did all our due diligence and research. Once we were convinced that this is a good, secure product and will take care of our clients' needs and the in- in- fixed index annuity does not have an inverse relationship to interest rates. The higher interest rates go, the better it is in the annuity, the more the company pays you. Mm. So why would you be in a bond today? As interest rates rise, you lose money. When Mm -hmm. you could be in an annuity, as interest rates rise, you make money, right? Right. So it's all, people have to get past the idea of categorizing investments and this one's good, that one's bad. None of them are good or bad. You can't they're broad designed, brush. Yeah. Yes, they're designed to achieve a specific job. What is the job you're trying to achieve? What is the environment you're in? And then you can pick the right tool for the job. And a fixed index annuity happens to be a great pr- tool for the current environment we're in that's really complementing our clients' portfolios and helping them out a lot. Breaking down annuities with Paul Roberts. The team can be at your side with you in your retirement Uh, Helping you sleep better at night, for sure, with the right planning. 800-891-8680 to schedule their 15 opportunities at no cost, no obligation to come in for this initial comprehensive review. 800-891-8680. I know we're going to break down some of these myths here, but we're kind of doing it anyway. Myths on annuities, misunderstandings. And another, uh, let me just ask you this. So you talked about what you may have used in the past, and now you you really, you talked about the fixed indexed annuity, and that seems to be like the go to for many. If I say I want guaranteed income, I want that paycheck, retirement paycheck. That's one thing you could look at that for, right? A fixed indexed annuity. Yes, that that's that's uh, something they're great for. It's it's a way to create your own personal com- personal family private pension, right? What other investment vehicle or anywhere else? How in the world are you going to put money anywhere? And they say, we guarantee to pay you this rate and this income the rest of your life as long as you live. Even if you live to be 150, you're getting this. Yep. When it comes to income planning and trying to plan out your future, it's pretty hard when a client comes in and says, no, I want to keep all my money in the stock market. Okay, well, if that's what you want, we'll do that. Yeah, but I want you to build an income plan. Well, how on earth can I build an income plan? Right. How can I project the next 20 or 30 years? How can we make sure your, your income sustainable when we don't know what the market's going to do tomorrow, next month, or next year? So when it comes to sufficient, holistic financial planning, if you want to plan out your income the rest of your life, make sure it offsets inflation, make sure it offsets higher taxation, and make sure you never run out of money, you got to have something that's predictable, something that you know the future outcome of. That's why these annuities come into our income planning and they, and they are such a great uh, supplement to our portfolios and our income planning because it creates that predictability and security that we need and we know so we can tell our client, hey, look, you can live to be 180 years old. You're never going to run out of money no matter what the markets do. That's You're nice. Good. Yeah. Yes. You create that security your family needs. 
Well, that's it. That's it. Well, on that note of we talk about fixed indexed annuity, but one of the myths and one of the misunderstandings would be all annuities are the same. Yes. Very big myth and misconception. Um, there, there's a real lot of really bad annuities out there. Okay. So let, let me be very clear on that because people listening to the show right now may think I'm talking pro annuity. I don't talk pro any investment. I don't talk pro ETF stocks, bonds, annuities, any of them. They're all tools designed to achieve a job. First, you got to figure out what the job you want to achieve is and then figure out what's the right tool to fit it. However, there are some in the annuity world, there are some terrible products. Okay. They're, they're, you know, I don't believe in my goods. I, I mean, I don't believe in, uh, single premium annuities where you just hand them over their money. It turned into a pension. They pay you like one and a half percent on your money. And if you die early, the company keeps your money. Terrible product. That's how annuities got b- bad connotations. I would never put a client in one or, or the variable annuity. I know I'm getting ahead, but we're running out of time here. Variable annuity. I've never my entire working career put a client in a variable annuity. Mm-hmm. Anytime the word variable is attached to anything in the financial world, it's what that word means is it might be in your best interest. Sometimes it might not be in your best interest sometimes, but it'll always be in the company's best interest. Okay. And, and they're riddled with fees, three to 5% in fees, and they don't protect you against risk and they don't guarantee your income. So I think that they're just a product I would never use. I would never recommend to anybody. So yes, when it comes to the world of annuities, you need a good professional who knows the ins and outs of all the different products, what are the pros and cons, because you can get some annuities that are really good and help you and complement your portfolio and achieve your goals. Or you can get some really bad ones that, that could end up not such a good situation. Well, and the team at Roberts Wealth Management, they're going to go over this with you. I mean, this is one tool, and it's not just one tool. It's a its a tool set within the toolbox of annuities. It's not just one annuity, and it's not the only thing they'll talk to you about. They're going to get to know you with a discovery session, a discovery session to learn about your unique financial situation, and then they can roll up their sleeves and get busy on custom building that financial retirement plan for you here's another opportunity be one of the 15 to schedule this initial comprehensive review at no cost no obligation that's right as we said earlier we we make sure that we block out slots in our in our calendar for the next two weeks we know that there's a lot of people out there in need there's a lot of people who have emergency concerns or concerns that they they can't sleep at night and they want to handle them now and handle them directly we never want to put somebody in a position of saying hey well you know go another month with no sleep and we'll we'll get to you no we we bring up things on the radio that stir up emotions they stir up thoughts and people start realizing and waking up saying oh i'm worried about this we're not going to leave you in that state we want to get you in our office pick up the phone give us a call right now and say i have an immediate concern and our client liaisons will say well we're here for you and we'll get you in and we'll get that get you relieved of that concern so last uh the end of, the end of the segment of the show the next 15 callers if you want a full-blown comprehensive review of your current financial situation, no cost, no obligation, we'll look at income, we'll look at taxes, we'll look at inflation, we'll look at portfolio risk, we'll look at your fees, your commissions, we'll, look, we'll figure out every way we can to save you a dollar because we understand in the financial world, sometimes you win big by not losing big. And that all starts by how can I save every dollar possible? Can you reduce my fees? Can you reduce my commissions? Can you reduce my taxation? And can you give me a little bit of peace of mind and security? The answer is yes. That's what our all-star advisors do all day, every day. They're amazing at their job. They know retirement inside and out, and they can hit you set on track to retire right. Pick up the phone, give us a call now. And that's that's so important because you really only retire once. You want to make sure you do it the right way with proper planning and the right way for today and where we are today, 2022. And not just today, right now, snapshot moment with our current economic climate, but factoring in uh, and considering that people live longer now so you need to plan longer many of the most a lot of people don't have pensions anymore and that's as we talked about earlier building in that personal pension let this team get to know you and then get to work on what's best for you and your retirement plan 800-891-8680 and 15 opportunities to schedule this comprehensive review at no cost no obligation again it's 800-891-8680 800-891-8680 
And Paul closes the show answering listener questions. We'll tell you how to send your question. That's after a very quick break. Stay with us on Retire Right Radio. Retire Right Radio. We're back into the conversation. It's time for Paul to answer the questions from the listeners. Paul Roberts, who is President Chief Investment Advisor with Roberts Wealth Management. This fiduciary firm with offices in Mobile and, of course, the original in in Biloxi and coming soon to Daphne in Pensacola. Now, if you'd like to submit a question to Paul to be answered on the air on this show, it's really easy. Just email your question to info at robertswealthms.com. Dot com info at robertswealthms.com and look what we have here paul we've got a daphne a question from daphne topping it off it seems like we're getting more from around there yeah we are i mean every every week the for the all of the the questions seems the majority of them seem to be coming in from the pensacola to the mobile area over there uh it's it's interesting isn't it dave i think it's uh you know, our, our show's been on on the Mississippi Gulf Coast for, for years and years, and so many people submitted questions and, and, and asked questions. But, uh, you know, our, our message and our show is, is fresh and new in, in that area. And so, you know, I, I think a lot – that's great. It says a lot of people are listening. We're, we're you know, we're hitting points that, that resonate with them, and, and they're, they're, they have concerns, and they're tuning in and participating, and I think it's great. It's Love great. It. Absolutely. Great to have you along with us on the radio. And hopefully you'll take advantage of sitting down with the team and um, getting that comprehensive review. And besides, it's funny, we have one from Mobile right after the Daphne one. And both are 62. The one the question from the Daphne listener, I'm 62 and trying to manage what I have in my stocks. And I've been looking into, hmm, we just talked about it, annuities. Uh, this product sounds great because of fixed funds, but I don't know much about them. What are the pros and cons? of annuities versus stocks they're asking great great question great way to pose it let's all right so first of all let's back up and let's say um annuities and stocks are two different worlds okay they're they're different tools designed to achieve different jobs right Uh, one of the exercises we help clients educate themselves with and help them understand what is an investment tool? What is its purpose? Is I have something I, ca- I call our, our gills exercise. I'm a fisherman and I love acronyms because acronyms stick out in people's head, right? And so the gills exercise explains what is the purpose of an investment vehicle. So gills stands for growth, income, liquidity, or safety. Okay, those are the four attributes that you're looking to achieve out of an investment, right? You, you, you're looking for growth, income, liquidity, and safety. Those are four attributes you're looking at. Those are the pros and cons. That's the trade-offs that you're looking at. The real catch is what people understand is there's no perfect investment vehicle because if there was, it would have all four attributes and do all four things for you, right? Mm-hmm. It would grow, provide income, provide liquidity, and do it all safely. That would be beautiful if such a thing exists, right? But no investment vehicle is designed to achieve all four. Right. They're designed to achieve some. So going to their question here, um, a stock, when you look at an investment vehicle, remember gills and say, what parts of gills is it good for? Well, a stock, is it built for growth? Yes. Is it, is it an income vehicle? Not necessarily. I know some people argue and say there's dividend paying stops, but I, I don't think of that as a very good secure income plan um so it's got growth it's not for income does it have liquidity yes the stock has liquidity you can sell it on open market any day right is it built and designed to be safe no it's built and designed to take high risk to try to achieve high reward right so a stock is built for growth and liquidity then you have to look at all right well this money and i'm gonna put this money into something what am i trying to achieve well, if you're 30 years old and you're saving for retirement, all you want is growth and liquidity, right? I want to put in something that's going to grow and I'll use it later one day, but I'd like it to be liquid. So if I change my mind, I can sell or I can move around, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So in other words, a, gro- a stock is built for growth and liquidity. It's a tool that is proper for the accumulation stage of life, right? I'm working. I'll get to this money later. Let's look at a CD, for instance. Uh, so certificate deposit to bank is it built for growth well i mean 
kind of. I mean, they're, they're mm-hmm. supposed to grow. They right. really know the rates aren't the rates aren't real great right now, but it's designed for growth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is it is it designed for income? No, not really. Is it designed for liquidity? No, it's not liquid. You can't get your money out. But is it designed for safety? Yes. So a, a CD gets growth and safety, right? Okay. Well, what am I trying to achieve? Well, if I'm 30 years old trying to put this money away for a long term and I might want to change gears in the future, a CD is probably not right for me. I'm looking for growth and liquidity. That's not growth and liquidity, right? So then you come to the world of annuities. I say, all right, well, a fixed indexed annuity, and let's be clear here. I'm not even talking about variable annuity here because we don't use them and we never will use them. However, a fixed indexed annuity, what is it designed for? Is it designed for growth or income or liquid or safety? Well, there's two different types of fixed income annuities. You can get one that's designed for growth or you can get the one that's designed for income. So let's use example number one. All right, is it, will it grow? Yes, it will grow. Is, is it built for income? No, not if it's a growth one, right? Is it liquid? Does it have liquidity? Mm-hmm. No, it's not built for liquidity. You can't cash it out tomorrow and get your money and change course. Is it built for safety? Yes, okay? Or you have an income fixed index annuity. What is it built for? It's not built for growth. It's built for income. It's not built for liquidity. It's built for safety. And see, the whole theme here everybody should be paying attention to is you can get two of the four attributes out of any investment, but you can never get all four, okay? So that's why you have to define the job. Well, am I 30 years old trying to save this money for some 20, 30 years from now, and I just want as much growth and liquidity as possible? Well, then you should choose a stock, not an annuity, Mm -hmm. right? Or you say, well, I already saved that money. Now I am 62 years old. I am retired. I'm no longer in the accumulation stage or long-term growth. I'm in the stage of distribution. Well, if I'm in the stage of distribution, what do I want? I want income and I want safety. Oh, sounds like a fixed index annuity does those two things, right? Mm -hmm. So I hope this exercise just helps our listeners wrap their mind around no investment product is perfect. There's no one that's good and no one that's bad. They're all just designed to achieve specific jobs. What is the job we're trying to achieve? Think about that. Then remember your gills, growth, income, liquid, and safety, and it'll help you choose what are the right type of products for, for your concerns and for your goals. And, and again, thank you for listening. And Daphne, you can schedule with uh, the team at Roberts Wealth Management with a simple phone call to 800-891-8680. And they'll call you back to schedule at a time good for you. 800-891-8680. And right, here's the one from the listener in Mobile. I'm 62 and plan to keep working until my full retirement at 67. I've been divorced for many years. Someone told me that I could take my ex-husband's Social Security because he made considerably more money than I did. The question they have is actually questions. Is this true, and will he find out? It's amazing how often we get this one, and they always <laughs> seem to be concerned on whether the yeah. ex-spouse would find out. Right. Is it going to cause a problem? I don't, right. I, we're divorced or for a they reason. they want him to find out. You know, <laughs> right. It's one or the other, right? right. You know, I want him to see it, or uh, I don't want him to find out. You know, right. We're divorced for a reason. We had problems. I don't want any more problems. <laughs> Right. It's one or the other. Yeah. One or the other. Yeah. They always seem to ask that, though. It does. They do. That's just cute. But uh, so, first of all, I'll answer your question Is that true? Yes. 100% true. Can you get his, uh, are, you, are you entitled to a portion of his benefit? Yes, you are. And go get that money, honey, is what we say. Right. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of fun when, when we have divorcees in our, in our, in our, especially divorced women in our office, and we're building out retirement and income plans, and they realize, Oh, there's money on the table. You mean I can go get money from my from my ex-spouse? Yeah. And they asked the same thing you just said. Well, will he know? No, he won't know. He may know because here's one catch to it. You cannot file for spousal benefits until after the other spouse has already filed for Social Security. So if you're not sure if they filed Social Security, you may have to give them a call or ask Social Security office, hey, has he began? There's a possibility they might find out. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't hurt them. They're not punished. It doesn't take away their benefit. It is simply your right to a spousal benefit. So don't leave that money on the table. Go get it.
Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, wow, let's see. Ooh, a minute. We can do Long Beach in a minute. Uh, I invested in a four-year fixed annuity several years ago to allocate a percentage of my portfolio into a vehicle that was conservative. At the time, it was the safest risk-free investment recommended by my investment advisor, set at a 4% annually. That's where the annuity was set at. I'm a long-term aggressive investor who makes about 12 to 15 trades a year. My retirement horizon is between two to five years from now. Is this a safe strategy? going forward we got about a minute on that one okay this is this is two different worlds and two extremes right mm-hmm. um yeah, really he's is. a long-term <laughs> aggressive aggressive investor and makes his own stock trades uh, or the opposite end of the spectrum a completely conservative safe and secure four percent fixed rate uh, annuity well that it, it seems like you you may want to have a, a second opinion or have somebody sit and guide you through what you're doing because y'all are y'all are like two extreme ends of the spectrum you know there's all this middle ground in here all this middle ground that that maybe you're missing or is the right time for it but i am going to just go ahead and make this recommendation because we're running out of time if you are an individual who chooses your own stock trades and he says 12 to 15 trades a year I'm going to tell you, I hope you understand that the 13-year bull market is over. Your experience picking your own stocks has probably been during the greatest bull market that we've seen in 100 years in this country. That bull market is gone. We are in a full-fledged bear market, a full-fledged recession, and I would not recommend personally trading your own stocks. Now, maybe if you are an options trader or a leverage trader and you're very, very good at it, which is 1% of people who try, then you know what? You should be trading this market because in a volatile bear market, leverage traders and option traders can do really, really well. However, only 1% of people who trade options and leverage are actually successful doing it. And if you're not very educated in that, I highly suggest you don't try to learn that. You're going to lose too much money. So I would tell you, because you asked the question at the current time, and I see nothing but a downtrend for the stock market for the next 12 to 24 months, I would say, and a lot of our clients are doing that. We're pulling money out of the market. We're buying a fixed rate 4% annuity for two to three years. And our attitude is, hey, we, we know there's not a good, well enough performance. The market's not going to achieve any good goals over the next two to three years. So let me just stick in, stick, sit on the sidelines, not participate. Let me earn my 4% and be happy with that. Because then when the market's at the bottom and all this is over with, I'll be the one who still has my money and didn't lose. Then it's when it's time to seek opportunity. That's when you can pull the money out of that annuity and go back at your stock trades. Wait until the market hits the bottom to start getting in and trading it. I don't think for the next 12 to 24 months, it's a good idea for individual investors to be trading their own stocks. A lot of them are going to be burnt. So that's how we end the show, Dave. How do you think about that one? Uh, well, I think it, <laughs> I, there seems to be a lot of interest in annuities. I think you had really good timing scheduling an entire segment on annuities today. And I do want to mention, too, again, there are some opportunities left on the 15 that Paul opened on the show for this week to schedule at no cost, no obligation. So final opportunity, 800-891-8680. Again, 800-891-8680. Hopefully you'll call in and claim this. It's no cost, it's no obligation, no strings attached. It's not a sales pitch. It's really revealing uh, for you. It gives you a better handle on where you are. So 800-891-8680. Paul, we'll get together again next week. Had a lot of fun. Thanks for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. See you next week. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Paul Roberts and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.